0: Hello and welcome to All Things Urticaria from Medthority. In this series of podcasts, our host, Professor Marcus Maurer, is joined by his friends and colleagues to discuss All Things Urticaria. Over to Professor Maurer. Hello and welcome back to All Things Urticaria. My name is Marcus uh, and I'm with you, a urticaria center of reference and excellence. Our UCARE is here in Berlin, and my fellow Berlin UCARE urticariologist, Pavel, is with me today. Hi, Pavel.
1: Hi, Markus. Thank you
0: for having me thank you for joining me um we work together in so many projects how would you say um your main interest in urticaria and your main activities came about what is the favorite part of being a urticariologist for you
1: so my favorite part to be in urticaria is to be able to uh, investigate the causes of chronic spontaneous urticaria This is the first part, and of course, I'm very interested in Cure, chronic urticaria registry in the Cure.
0: Super, yeah, I know you're a steering committee member, you are very active in Cure, Um, and that's what we want to talk about today, Cure, the chronic urticaria registry, a very important instrument of the network, but also beyond the network. Um, Why don't you tell us a little bit, uh, about cure what it does uh, pavel just top line
1: yes uh, so cure uh, is academic driven uh, open ended international registry um so this means that every physician interested in urticaria so called urticariologist and also centers, not only UCARES, can participate, can enter the data of their patients into cure. And um, it's also hosted by non-profit organizations, so by uh, Auticaria Network, UNIF, and also supported by World Allergy Organization, European Academy of Dermatology and Venereology, and Global Energy and Asthma Network. Super. Um, yes. Um, so I just want to mention that the main aims of, of the cure, it's uh, to collect the quality, the high-quality real-life data on chronic particular patient's characteristics, disease scores, underlying diseases, comorbidities, treatment responses, quality of life environment, and also healthcare costs. Yeah. So these are the main uh, main aims. Maybe you can also add something to it, Marcus.
0: Yeah. Super. No, I I, I know the registry very well, and I'm a, I'm a big fan. Um, and I think it is a very nice tool to get more information on chronic urticaria And you already um, listed the things that we learn about patients when we include them their data in this registry. Um, for those uh, who would like more information, of course, please go to urticaria urticaria-registry.com where you can learn um, more about cure. And I would like to learn from you, Pavel. Um, you no, know, there, there are a lot of data uh, from baseline, that is from when we first see patients, and also a lot of follow-up data, which I think are very interesting and important. Can you give us a sense of... Um, where does cure stand right now? How many centers, or, or physicians, or how many patients? Uh, just some 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 numbers to give us an idea.
1: It's actually very exciting. I find it's very it's very exciting that just a few years ago we had only less than one thousand entries in cure, and now we have more than five thousand uh, entries at baseline. Wow, um, it's fascinating and. So we also have more than 2,000 entries at uh, follow-up 1, so uh, after six months. Mm -hmm. We also have more than 1,000 entries at follow-up 2, so in one year. And also we have 500 patients entered in the cure at follow-up 3. This means that we have at least 500 patients who were follow-up over a period of more than one year, so a year and a half. It's actually... Very important, very interesting.
0: Super. No, true. Uh, And And, and these are global data right No, So um, I don't know how many countries are represented right now in CURE, but since it's an international registry, I think we will get um, very interesting data from all parts of the world.
1: This data came from 27 countries and from 59 centers.
0: Super. That's great. Well, of course, I know that you are always interested in convincing uh, colleagues to join CURE and you already said, yes, this is a UCARE activity, but it is one of the few Care activities that is also open to non UCARE members. So how, how does one become um, a member of this uh, very nice registry?
1: So actually, it's very easy. So what you need to do, you need to, um, first of all, sign a collaborative agreement. Then you need to apply for local ethics approval. Then you need to send both of the documents to the CURE office here in Berlin. Then you get your login details, and then you can enter the data of your patients into the CURE. Isn't it easy?
0: Super easy, super easy. And uh, that's probably part of the reason why so many have done this already. And if I remember correctly, then there is uh, always access to the data that uh, physicians enter. So if you enter 50 patients, then you can, uh, of course, uh, see these data and work with them, uh, also publish with them. But I think the real benefit is that we together as a community can look at these data. Everyone um, who is a contributor to CURE and come up with ideas, of how these data can help to answer questions that need to be addressed. And this is happening quite a bit, maybe, Pavel, you can share just some of the ideas that are currently being pursued with CURE data. What are the questions that we can answer with these data?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we collected a lot of ideas over the past years, uh, and some of the ideas actually have been published already. So we. I've already two publications one on the methodology of Q of the cure and another one the other one on the benefit of complete uh, control in patients with chronic spontaneous chorea we also have three more projects ongoing one of uh, one on uh, comparison between uh, patients with chronic spontaneous chorea and chronic inducible chorea one on subtypes uh, on phenotypes of chronic spontaneous chorea uh, including angioedema and one of the patients with uh, chronic spontaneous care and systemic symptoms. Uh, we're also open to any other, any new ideas uh, which come from time to time to us. So actually any, any idea is welcome and every physician who enters uh, the data into the queue can come with any Absolutely. idea. to us.
0: And then the way this works is that you and the other steering committee members will look at these ideas and help to develop them further. Uh, also help uh, to put together teams uh, that can work on the manuscript or we have statisticians here in berlin cure statisticians who will help to do the analyses and uh, interpret the data so it is actually a very nice collaborative global effort uh, to answer questions that without these data could never be answered no i i i, I think one of the most exciting things uh, now that we are m- looking at several thousands of data sets, is that we will finally get information on rare types of chronic urticaria. you know, think, think about, uh, uh, I don't know, vibratory androedema, or uh, even solar urticaria, where every uCare or uh, uticariologist maybe knows three, four, five patients, but now that we include them in the registry. Now we're looking at 30, 50, 60 or 300, 500 patients with these rare types of uh, chronic urticaria, um, not even to mention, you know, what do we know about kids with urticaria or the elderly with urticaria? No, we we do see many patients as UCARES, but the true value of large numbers, you know, that's something that uh, can't be beat. That's why this is such a promising promising project.
1: We can even look at different uh, endotypes in the future, because that's what we, one of our to-do's is to collect the data on the laboratory parameters from different centers, true. and yeah. then to analyze these different endotypes, different phenotypes. It will be optional, of course. Also, we want to collect some samples for some of these patients it will be optional, but It opens uh, very different pathways how we can also collect and analyze this data.
0: That's true, because many of us who enter our patients in CURE also have a biobank, if you want, where we collect patient samples and we could go back to these biosamples to see how clinical data captured with CURE can be matched with biodata from these samples. And I know that you've been working on uh, a module. I don't know if uh, this is ready to go public, but you are also very interested in urticarial vasculitis. Um, Maybe you can talk a little bit about uh, this link between CSU and urticarial vasculitis.
1: Yeah, exactly. So that's what we are doing right now. So um, we are going to implement, we are going to include uh, entry additional additional wearables uh, into the cure in order to be able to uh, identify these patients with urticular vasculitis, because some of the patients who we have now, they show systemic symptoms. And uh, we suspect that some of these uh, patients might have urticular vasculitis and we just need additional variables in order to be able to to analyze data from these patients that's the, this is the work that we are doing together with dr palina petilova and uh, dr hanna povica that's great um, and this is actually one of my my most uh, interesting things that I would like to assess in this uh, in, in this um, in the cure but what is your uh, the most favorite thing that uh, most interesting feature that you like in the cure model?
0: <laughs> Pablo, uh, uh, that's difficult i like it all but i want to mention two things that uh, i found really exciting recent developments actually um the PREC cu study that emec uh, spearheaded got got so much information from this prospective study on pregnancy and urticaria that uh, we now are working on a module for cure where pregnancy can be monitored. And I think that's very important and very helpful to understand all the many changes and different changes that patients who become pregnant with chronic spontaneous urticaria experience, and we haven't even started to look at Sindhu yet, no, chronic inducible urticaria, and how pregnancy impacts these types of chronic urticaria. we have no idea, really, to be honest, and uh, this may be a great opportunity to finally learn something. Um, the other thing, yeah, I, you know, this is, you know, having so many, Hungry and bright minds contribute to CURE always helps to develop this project and platform uh, further. And uh, I love that spirit and I love that uh, dynamic development. And uh, actually, my second point is very similar to that. Uh, We talked some episodes ago, and I will strongly encourage our listeners to go back if they missed that episode, about Cruise, the chronic urticaria self-evaluation app, which is now being widely used. And um, I know that you guys at CURE and the Cruise team, they've developed a way to link what is captured with CURE to the information that comes available through the use of Cruise. Which I think is brilliant, you no? Know? Because Cure, yes, we talk to patients. We base our entry into the registry on um, our assessment of patient information provided. But with crews, patients themselves bring information that is very valuable. You no, know? uh, their disease activity, the impact, the medication that they're using. So we will be able to look at uh, the the data of patients, of the same patient, actually, that is in cure and comes from crews to have an even bigger data set. And all of this in a very safe way. You know, I I think registries and also apps, they come with the perception um, that, uh, you know, data may be uh, compromised or this is not the case. These uh, these platforms are so safe um, that uh, this is really a great way to get information but uh, to protect the privacy of those who enter the data and provide the data so those are the two things i like uh, i like very much as a recent development and you know uh, i can't wait until we have 10000 patients data in the cure and in crews to really go uh, and um, also with Artificial intelligence. Look at these data to find answers that otherwise we cannot get. Mamma mia, look at this. Pavel, our time is running ah, crazy. Um, uh, any, anything else on your end that you really wanted to say on cure?
1: Yes, so just two more points. So, in addition to what you said, Marcos, already, just for linking between cure and cruise, we just need ID. That's the simplest way to add, to link the both things together. So we yeah. just need to enter ID number of, of a patient into yeah. the cruise, and then we got it. And second thing that I would like to mention that we are going to restart. We are going to relaunch Cure um, website. It will be easy to navigate. It will uh, get additional information. It will show the map where all centers all physicians who are enter who enter the data of their patients in cure can be seen and also all publication which uh, will use the data from the cure
0: that's I great this,
1: it might be very useful
0: uh, it, it i agree with you 100 um there's lots to be learned and the better this uh, works the easier it becomes for physicians to enter data well the more data we will get and and that brings me to my last question, Pavel, and it's a question that you're probably expecting already, no? because I've asked many, many of our friends here on uh, All Things certicaria this question. Pavel, let's say um, you were to get five million dollars or euros, doesn't matter um but you had to spend it on cure you had to invest it into this project platform and registry what would you change what would you do with this what is your goal
1: so um actually i would improve it as far as i can with this money uh, first of all i would like to to uh, invest this money in a better cleaning procedure of the cure, so we can get rid of the data which we don't need. Uh, I would like to invest this money to uh, uh, enter additional variables into the cure mm-hmm. in order to be able to analyze additional parameters, to increase the period when we can, uh, over, for example, when we can analyze the follow-up uh, data of these patients. Um, so I would like to get more information from uh, from the treatment of these patients. So actually, I could do a lot of a lot of things, good things with this money if I could have it and I, if I could invest it in the into the development of the cure.
0: That sounds very good. I wish I had five million to give to you. Uh, but a good segue to really thank all of those who are already supporting this registry. Our sponsors are generous and uh, it wouldn't be possible to uh, do this work without their support. And who knows, Pavel? Maybe there's someone listening right now who would like to help um, out of the goodness of their heart. And of course, we would be very happy to help uh, with that, so do reach out to us if you have ways of supporting this registry, but also if you are a euticaryologist and would like to become a part of cure and um yes, I think while we're waiting for the five million uh um, pavel you know, our our money is spirit uh our euros are hunger to improve and change things and that's what the registry drives on and this is your effort and the effort of uh, other steering committee members and all cure physicians who really, with their work, help to improve knowledge and awareness of chronic urticaria. So thank you. Thank you very much for all that you're doing for this important registry.
1: Thank you, Marcos. Thank you for this invitation and also for your help.
0: Folks, this brings us to the end of this episode of All Things Urticaria. Today with me, Pavel Kolkir from the UCare here in Berlin, the Charité UCare. He is a steering committee member of the Chronic Urticaria Registry, a big fan and uh, a long-standing supporter and uh, principal investigator. So if you have further questions, Pavel will always be happy to hear from you. That brings me to my last question to all of you out there. What do you want us to talk about next? We do listen to your suggestions, and if you have a question that you would like us, All Things zerticaria team to address, do let us know. We look forward to hearing from you. And with that, thanks again, Pavel. Thank you, Marcus. And thank you all for listening to this episode of All Things Zerticaria. If you liked it and uh, haven't had a chance yet to listen to our other episodes, please go back and download them, like us, and tell your urticariologist friends about this. Until the next time we hear each other, be well, stay healthy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Medthority would like to thank Marcus Maurer for that fascinating insight into uCare. If you have any other questions regarding urticaria, please feel free to ask us via our website www.medthority.com. Remember to tune in for the next episode of All Things Urticaria. From all of us at All Things Urticaria from Medthority, have a lovely week.